Welcome to the Real Estate Baddie Podcast, where I talk about real estate, entrepreneurship, and current trends in the market. I'm your host, Tabitha Richardson, and today we'll talk about current trends. We'll talk about Zillow and how the market is affecting sellers. So stay tuned for more information. To my first episode of current trends. So when I tell people I'm in real estate, what is the first question you think they always ask? That's right. What's the market like? What's happening in the market? How's the market? So I figured why not do an episode weekly on what's happening in the market? So today is my first episode and I'm super excited to talk to you about Zillow and the sellers, how this market is affecting sellers. So first, let's go to the sellers. So right now, sellers are enjoying an increase in equity. Equity has been going up, property values have been going up for the last several years and it has not changed. What sellers are doing is they're using the equity in their home to buy other houses, put bigger down payments down on houses, um, or they are using that equity to get investment property, so staying in their home, doing a refinance, pulling cash out, and buying investment properties. Um, They're also just pulling out money and paying off debt. So you had to be in it in order to win it. You had to have bought a house in order to be able to take advantage of pulling out equity. So if you're not a homeowner and you're thinking about buying a house, do it. Other thing that's going on uh, for sellers to be concerned about is an increase in foreclosures. So during the pandemic, um, if you had a federally backed mortgage, like through Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, you had the ability to potentially do a forbearance for up to 18 months where you weren't paying the mortgage. Well, that moratorium is expiring. For some people, it may have already expired, and for others, within the next month or two uh, down the road, it will be expiring. So if you're not able to pay your mortgage, then you may be getting a notice of foreclosure action. In this situation, it is unfortunate, but if you're faced with that situation, you should contact a realtor. Because like I said, many sellers have equity in their home and you're able to maybe sell your home instead of getting a foreclosure and you can pull out that equity to use that cash once you sell the home to do something else. So really consider that if your uh, moratorium, forbearance moratorium is about to expire and you have no plans to be able to pay your mortgage back because maybe you lost your job, consider contacting a realtor to assist you with that process. But to give you just a little bit of statistics on what's going on with the foreclosures right now, although they're on the rise, they're still lower than what they were in uh, 2019. They're higher than last year this time, but it's still lower than two years ago. 
So that's something to think about and hopefully some sellers will be able to avoid the actual foreclosure process. If you have equity in your home, sell it. That's basically my advice for you if that's your situation. But it's still a seller's market, so that's a good thing. And if you're not really sure of what a seller's market is, it's simply that there are more sellers in the market that wanna buy a house than there are sellers that are looking to sell the house. It's a simple economic supply and demand uh, concept. When you have more demand than you have supply, it drives up the price, and that's what we've been seeing over the last several years. And I expect that to continue at least for another several months, possibly a whole nother year. But you never know what can happen um, in the market to make that change. Now, why are sellers selling right now? Um, more sellers are considering selling because their positions at work are now permanently virtual. So they're realizing, hey, I need workspace at home and I need to get a bigger home. So that is kind of getting sellers to sell their house more now than maybe before. Also, with going totally virtual, they no longer have to live near where they work. You don't have to live in a commute within 20 minutes to an hour. So you can move to a whole nother state if you want to. So a lot of sellers are considering that and selling their home and leaving. But the hesitation for some sellers is if they sell their home, they're going to be in that same bucket as buyers that's not able to necessarily find homes because it's a lower supply. But hopefully over the next several months, there will be some supply coming on the market. Alrighty, now enough with the sellers. Let's talk about the Zillow shenanigans. If you're not familiar with what's going on with Zillow, I'm going to give you a quick overview and then we'll dive into it. So Zillow has this iBuyer program. Three years ago, they started buying houses to fix, flip, and put them back on the market and sell them for a profit. Nothing new there, but it kind of backfired on them. So let's talk about that actual backfire and break that down. All right, so with Zillow, they created this iBuyer program. And what they were doing was going around buying houses for more than what they were worth. Most people wanna buy a house and get it for less than what it's worth so they can have equity, but Zillow was doing the opposite. So let's just say a house was worth 300,000 and a house is actually only worth what someone's willing to pay. And let's just say it's 300,000 and Zillow just went in and maybe gave the seller 325,000. From a seller's perspective, they're like, I'll take that, that's awesome. They were only expecting to get 300, but they got 325. Now this is just an example. It's not an exact um, situation that happened. This is just for hypothetical purposes. So Zillow will buy that home for the 325. They would go and make some repairs, not an extensive renovation where you're rehabbing the whole house. They'll you know, make some repairs to make it look nice put it back on the market and put it on the market for much higher. Well, it started backfiring on them because they had too many houses. But essentially 
what they were trying to do was bump up the comps. So if you buy the house for hire and you're buying a bunch of houses in a particular area and you spend more, you're artificially changing the comps in the area. So when you do your flip and you put it back on the market and the appraiser comes and does their appraisal, well, what the appraisal is, is really just looking at other houses that have sold in the area and doing a comparable well, if they're comparing it to houses that you've bought for higher than the actual value, it's artificially pushing up the values of the house in the area. So were they intentionally trying to manipulate the market? Maybe. I can't say for sure. But it does seem a little fishy what they were doing. And ultimately, it backfired on them. Right now... Um, Zillow is looking to dump 7,000 homes um, on an unnamed buyer for $2.8 billion, and that's with a B, billion dollars. So those houses will probably not come back on the market for a little while. I have no idea who they're selling it to, who they're trying to sell it to, and what the person who's buying it, what their plans are. But it kind of sucks that that happened from a consumer's perspective, it just seems like, uh, from a business person's perspective, it's like, hmm, I respect what you were trying to do. I understand it. Not sure if it would be ethical. In my opinion, it's not. But I understand their hustle and what they were trying to do. If they would have pulled it off, it probably would have been genius. But unfortunately, they didn't pull it off. Well, fortunately for the people, they weren't able to pull it off. So what was the response to all of this happening? Well, when they announced that they were canceling their iBuying program, their stock price took a dive. Stocks went down. Then on November 2nd, they shut down the program. And then they announced 25% of their workforce was going to be laid off. So that's terrible. Never want to hear that someone has lost their job. But their plan just didn't completely work out. We'll see what happens in the future with Zillow. And so last, what I want to talk about is just some interesting news to lighten the mood a little bit. So George Washington, his home was sold for $50 million. And I hope you know who George Washington is. But if you don't know who he is, he was the first president of the United States. And his home was the highest sales price in the D.C. metro area for $50 million. And it was purchased, it was last purchased back in 2014 for $18.6 So in just six years, it earned a lot of money. So just a little bit of fun facts about that house that sold. It's a beautiful house and I'll include a copy, a, a link to um, the video of the house so you can see it. But the house is 16,000 square feet, has seven bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, and it sits on 16 acres of land. That 16 acres of land was part of George Washington's original purchase back in 1960 of 1,800 square feet of land. 
and overlooks the Potomac River. And it's a beautiful house. It has been renovated over the years. So take a look at it. The link will be in the comments. Um, so that's it for me today. Um, please let me know what you think about this episode. Like, comment, share, um, and subscribe. So if you want to uh, hit the notification button so you don't miss any upcoming episodes, I really would appreciate that. So I will talk to you soon. See you on the next episode.